0: Hello Hackers, my name is Dominic Norton and I'm the podcast host of Hackathon Entertainment, the show where we bring you the story behind every hack. For those new to the show, or hackathons in general, a hackathon is a collaborative 48-hour event where participants, called Hackers, come together to solve the world's toughest problems. You'll be surprised, excited, and amazed the solutions people are developing all across the globe if you listened to the show before you'll be excited to know we're in for another great one today i'll be talking to Dominika dronska the creative tech and fine art head of digital at abbey road studios abbey road studios is one of the most famous recording studios in the world with an extensive history of 87 years In 2015, Abbey Road launched Abbey Road Red, Europe's first music-based technology incubator, which supports the endeavours of entrepreneurs, researchers, and developers. In this episode, I discuss Abbey Road Studios' second music hackathon. I hope you enjoy this episode.
1: Developers, developers, developers. Developers, developers, developers. Naughty, daddy, you like to part. Developers, developers, developers.
0: I go to a lot of hackathons, and for me, the Abbey Road hackathon was one of the best ones I've been to. Even, even today, wow. it's one of the best ones I've been to. I feel.
1: Where, where are you based?
0: A Canary Wharf.
1: So, oh, blend. Yeah. Uh, so you you only came to the second one, right? You didn't you didn't come to the previous one. I
0: don't think um, I came to the previous one.
1: Um, and how did you find out about the second
0: one? Oh, remember? Man. Um, <laughs> I want to say Eventbrite. I'm yeah. not, I want to say Eventbrite, but I'm not sure. I'm I'm in a. So really, the developers you get at a lot of these hackathons are really the same developers, and we know each yeah. other across London. So, and we have a WhatsApp group and we'll be like, oh, are you going to uh, the Abbey Road uh, Studios Hackathon? And everyone will be gotcha. like, no. And then we just sign up for it.
1: Yeah, the community is kind of, um communities there. Uh, you're absolutely right. And kind of uh, the, the things like the Music Hackathon, uh, Music Hack Space, and also I think it's called Music Tech Space and the acoustics guys. That, um, when we started our hackathons, we um, we were first linking with those existing sort of groups and communities. Uh, and you see so there's a certain like a core group of people, I suppose, which either keeps coming back or ca- keeps moving around and they all know each other. Uh, and it's good for us as well. We just, in a way, we wanted to be plugged into that community. Um, it was important for us strategically and um, so the hack was a brilliant way of, of doing so i'm always asking because i like we 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 are quite active but we were quite active on DevPost, post um and obviously we are asking you know those communities of ours to kind of to, to co-promote but other than that we only running one hack a year uh so we don't communicate for like you know nine months and then for three months it's really intense so I'm always a bit worried that um we kind of we lose a bit of that sense feel of community and or that we we don't reach people um far enough if that makes sense Um, if if you're open to
0: um I guess unsolicited advice what some organizers do is nurture communities I feel you guys not only have the unique brand, but you have, when you talk about um, music tech, you know, there's, there's a lot of people interested in music and interested in technology. And I feel it's an opportunity to kind of nurture your own community, at least mm-hmm. e- even if it's just a WhatsApp group or yeah. a Slack channel, I, I don't know, or a Facebook group, I don't know.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I agree we kind of um this is something which we think uh almost on a global level about because we running at Road studios we're running hacks as a part of Road red which i'm sure you know a little bit about but i can uh, if not i can sort of uh well end up for longer uh, after. but we are also owned by universal music group and within the universal music group there is a Second strand of hacks happening in Capital Capital Studios uh, in America, Capital Recording Studio in America, um, and they started a bit earlier than us. And we um, and they've been sort of going around. They they were running like big, I think it's called Capital Roy- Royal Hack uh, around the same time as us, so sort of Novemberish time um slash, com, slash tech conference at the same time but apart from that they're running hacks all around uh states so for example they contribute to uh sound by southwest hack or last year they came to Sonat barcelona and sponsored that hack. um and we this is something very important to us and we haven't to be very honest on the global level we haven't found a way and and uh, on the local level haven't found a way either you know how do you actually Merge those community, those global communities. We had a few people from states coming over this year and last year as well um, We had a few people coming from Europe or quite a few actually So how do we actually connect all of those groups together? Um, how do we create that community and then how do we actively nurture them? I mean from my point of view I'm trying to communicate with groups usually, you know after the hack uh, with all the sort of post hack updates. Um but then I'm fully aware that, you know, the email gets quite invasive and I'm not sure, you know, um whenever everyone wants to necessarily be so intensively connected if that makes sense. But I'm trying to make sure that at least within opportunities like job job offers and all yeah. different hack related news. Is that we are staying in touch. But the good question is really how do you how do you make it more solid and more regular and more structured, and how do you <laughs> build almost a program around it? And yeah, the, you know the first question suggested by you is you know really what was the channel and is it Slack, uh, which we, I think launched uh, in two thousand. Uh, you know the, the hack before we've launched our Slack group on there, and for whatever reason that was
0: unpopular <laughs> yeah no that's that's really you know. that's really interesting because i personally prefer slack because i feel it's more organized but speaking yeah. to organizers and participants throughout all these different hackathons participants have preferred the whatsapp chat the whatsapp oh. groups okay. but but then also some hackathons has been spun out of facebook communities and the Facebook communities um, are ongoing.
1: Did, did you... Did you join our Facebook group this year? So that was not mine. That was Spark, Spark's
0: Facebook yeah, I, group. Yeah, I'm in Spark's Facebook group. Ooh. But um, I don't I believe it's... Like, th- there's not a lot of um, posts in it, is there?
1: No. So basically, well, they, there were two things that... Number one, they've got, like, a general Spark Facebook community... Um, for literally everyone from around the world. But then for this year hack they uh, sorry last year last year hack they've launched like a particular group just for the hack. And they've launched it and they during like before the hack there was that was quite quite nice because people were kind of introducing themselves and, and a few introductions and a few um few let's say groups where Created on there. And then we've announced a couple of uh, news there before the hack, during the hack, and after the hack, but it ca- kind of died straight after. Uh, and that's mainly due to the fact that they they haven't moderated it. Uh, they didn't have an intention to, I think, for them, it was just an event oriented group, if that makes sense. For the problems which appeared during the event, for Make sure that you know the mentors are available uh, through the through the night and things like that. So um, that's a good question. WhatsApp group—that's an interesting idea and might be something which I'll I'll test through um, through maybe the next next hack. Although I'm being sort of um, it's quite a few people right <laughs> <laughs> talking literally. Now we're talking probably a group of two hundred between the two hacks. Uh, some of them obviously came back but there were there were quite a few new ones this year as well um and and when you think about those communities from states from capital etc it tends it, it will be quite untamable i'll i'll think of it we'll we'll have to, yeah. have to definitely do do more um there's another there's another sort of um uh thinking over here around the fact that we would like to do few more things throughout the year, rather than just one big hack, that's it. Um, So, things like smaller hacks, or even, you know, jams, coding jams throughout uh, the year, workshops, um, different like things uh, with different brands, for example, we had that uh, offer of, uh, I I hope you know what I'm talking about. Um, you know that Bose, the um company behind you know, mainly audio technologies, they they release those oh, frames. yeah, the, the
0: headphones. I know the yeah. headphones, yeah.
1: The, the frames the, the frames are like glasses with a little bit of um, what they call audio AR, uh, augmented reality. I think so I've basically. heard of it. So, it's basically what they're saying on the platform. What the platform is, it allows you to trigger sounds or music experiences in theory based on your gps data on your location maybe on you know uh different factors uh happening around you right now so they were trying they they wanted to run a hack with us uh, which unfortunately we can't run because we are through our sort of brand relationships we we can't work with any other audio brands but if we could do let's say two or three smaller things like that throughout the year then to have that final fi- finale, you know the big hug at the end of the year i feel that that would also keep that community alive that makes sense it would help to give us all the reason to put our heads together again and give us reason to meet and and to do things together so that's one of the ideas um, the problem not the problem with that is kind of the challenge with that is always you know the funding that's why we're looking for brands and partners to, to help us with that, um, to, to help stuff, to organize, to help to fund the location. And I'm not talking about studio, uh, studio as a location, just any location, uh, and to help with costs of, I don't know, food or security or, or, or prices, if there are prices. So that's kind of, that's one thinking. And another another thought is that really, from my perspective, perspective we would like to continue and i think this is answer of one of your questions as well um we would like to continue we'd like to run a hack and then continue to work with the um with the few of winning teams on something beyond just the hack if that makes sense so we'd like to mentor them or nurture them and and get them to maybe uh, launch a product at the oh end, or maybe get them to be created by us or somebody else. Um, and um, we were basically, uh, we've seen the model in elsewhere, where the, the leading brand, leading sponsor of the hack would, um, would agree to, to take on the winners on like more, quite extensive mentoring. And we, we could sort of... Um, yeah. We could do the same as, as RB Road Red uh, Tech Incubator. So this is another model which I think would help again that community to exist for longer um in more intensive way but also would allow us to have something more than you know just content at the end of the video. Ideally it would be nice to see some products even if they are just demo prototypes being available and um, to the wider communities and us being able to play with them or even present them to the artists or um, being able to have some of those things in the studios. You know, that's kind of the ultimate goal. But, you know, step by step, it's just our second yeah, So
0: we'll get there. I I think that all of that's valuable. I'm seeing a consistency with participants wanting to take projects on, but by hackathon organizers, I wouldn't say inability to facilitate that, but it's, it is yeah. a lot... It's a big commitment, and it's a lot to do. It is, yeah. And one part of it is allowing... Providing people with the expertise, but sometimes, you know, you get together in two days, maybe the team is wrong. Like, the wrong yeah. the wrong people are together.
1: Yeah. Or
0: maybe there's someone on the team that really wants to be a part of it, but they can't commit the time that's yeah. needed to commit. So there, there are... There are intricacies to taking that stuff on. But I think you guys are in a great op- great uh, position because you have, you're known for innovation. You have the brand, you have the partnerships, and it's different to just the regular community member hosting a hackathon. If someone That's has true. really something really good, you know, one of your partners might say, OK, we want to try this in a sandbox. We want to test this out.
1: That's absolutely, that. That's a valid point. I and mean, we do, in theory, do have some sort of tech ability to, yeah. to take all uh, forward. It's almost for me, the kind of the... First of all, we, at the very, very beginning, when we just started our hacks, uh, we weren't necessarily looking at them in a very commercial way, if that makes sense. That's yeah. something which I see quite a lot in states, that... Um, and it's, it's, a, it's obviously an interesting thing and a good thing. Uh, I've seen the hacks, which the brief or the theme is to come up with a business solution or come up with a startup, really, you know, then to be incubated straight away. We haven't done that because we are we are more focusing on what's actually happening in the hack and in the community itself. Um, this kind of leads me a little bit to um, what Red really is. So it's a tech um, innovation, music tech incubator, but there's more around that. It's it's a hub of innovation. We started it five years ago now, and we started based on this kind of recognition that the innovation within music tech doesn't necessarily happen at the labels or at the recording studios anymore. It doesn't happen close enough to the artists. It's actually quite hard to innovate in that space. There's quite a lot of red tape. And the music industry isn't very welcoming to the new disruptors, for the understandable reasons. And we, we saw the gap. We saw that there's quite a few interesting startups out there, quite a few interesting academics you know, innovating the space or doing things which nobody kind of thought um, about before. But artists don't know about them. The artists coming to those very stu- 2 studios studios, uh, music industry is unaware or is not welcoming them. We decided to kind of to do something about it. So we decided to launch the incubator program, which is like a six-month um, business consultancy program for quite early startups, kind of seed-level startups, mainly from music tech. But we looking slightly broader, we had, you know, we had people developing 3D headphones, we had people developing um, AI-driven microphones, um, smart microphones, AI-driven apps, uh, auto-generated music performances, and we had people who developed this, um, nearly 360s, not 360s, actually 180-degree projector with a speaker in it so that's not necessarily music tech that projection is used in hospitals for example to help people with dementia it's used um in agencies to create like those really immersive experiences you basically it's it's your vr experience but without the headset and we help them with sound so as you can see we kind of be going a little bit further than music tech we 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 broaden them than that but the startup program the incubation is not all of it we obviously then work with academics we've got three or four grants running with different um, universities and there's one where we work uh, on AI in music and what the next five years will show us what will be the possibilities In terms of creative tools and all sort of music generation, Uh, we've got a program with the York University around spatial audio, so something which is very relevant to this hack. Um, And the winning team of the hack, one of the winning teams of the hack, was actually coming from the the York University themselves. And one one of the members came to the previous hack. That's a nice dynamic um, we're seeing as well as people are kind of growing with us. so we, we, at some point during the running of that program, we were saying, okay, brilliant. We've got startups, we've got academics. How then uh, we get into the people who are in neither of those spaces as yet, right? But they might. There's so many developers, talented developers, but inventors as well, who don't know about us, who don't know that a growth uh, is there for them to, you know, to help them, um, and that's why we decided to run sort of the, the hack program to, to have that further connection and actually to be able to build that community for the future. It's also future gazing. We want to connect to people who will be, you know, launching next Lander or next SoundCloud or next Spotify in a few years' time, uh, and ultimately we also want to be connected to those artists who are using those newest technologies, um, who are brave and do performances uh, like Shagal did during our hack. And and Hackathon is a perfect sort of model for us to put all of that in one room, you know, to, to put all of those, to sort of meet all of those startups, academics, uh, inventors, single inventors, artists, uh, music producers, um, give them a theme, give them very broad brief and see what happens. I'm trying to uh, make sure that we really curate uh, environment and, and an experience as well to get the best out of it. So each of the things each year we're coming up with a different theme and we're really trying to create the tech around that and, and have it thematical rather than just very broad and that helps us and i think it helps quality of the hacks as well uh, we require we've been quite picky in terms of the um, participants i think we are in fortunate uh, position that we can do that because we always oversubscribe um so we we can allow sort of the, this model when we try to make sure that we um we're picking up participants who can either who either have got um matching skill sets to what we're looking for or have got really strong ideas or have got you know uh, really interesting concepts to create and that i think all that is resulting that the hacks, yeah, from my point yeah, of view, and, and yeah, thank you for saying yeah. that at the beginning, they are quite good quality. And I think they, we're looking year three, so that's our year three now, uh, into sort of working very hard on extending extending the sense of that community and extending those into more long-term programs rather than just one of hug, you know, super intense one month um, in running up to and after. And then, you know, nothing else but you know things like that uh things like content review discussions different partners coming through ideas this all helps and different talks we're running or different panels we're joining Um i'm at the moment working with two other people from uh the hack who came to the hack originally on completely different projects i've met them through the hack they they are the specialists in their own domains and we need those specialists for to run different projects for different brands or for our internal things and that's just um, it's just great to have those people uh, helping us and great to even know about them we wouldn't we wouldn't be there without uh, without the hacks right so that's I think we are very lucky like that um, is there anything
0: else which we didn't cover? I'm sorry, I'm just aware that uh, we ran over. I don't know about your time. <laughs> no, it's it's, it's okay. Uh, I I there's a lot of very good points there. Your hackathons are right now, at least right now, trying to nurture community. Yes, you you may explore the commercial advantage, but the reason, the structure, even down to how you um facilitate the participants is very different because of your missions and goals. Even though you're both using the same term hackathon, yeah. Yeah. Wh- what your actual core mission is is relatively different and you, that, that's felt throughout the experience. I've been to hackathons where it's really commercial. You don't have the same type of intimacy that you have at the Abbey Road hackathon or similar hackathons that are trying to nurture community.
1: That's true, and I suppose the what I liked the most, and that was very apparent to me during the first hug, especially I think, uh, mainly because there were more teams. It was uh, happening in a bigger in a bigger studio. It was the first thing, so you know we had uh, we accommodated more participants. uh, That it, it it was competitive, but then. It wasn't, it was very community, the community spirit was very strong. Um, there was a, um, I had a couple of instances where I was pulling people from one thing to another because there was a, this two people, there was a team of two, um, and they were really struggling with something and the help was there, it was, it was given that, you know, people will help each other although in theory they competing for price. It kind of most of the people were saying, actually you know, the price is price. We had kind of to get through it together. Um, and you know the, the the things I'm finding out later, how how it helped to construct, you know, the friendship or the the fact that people felt that they could never come to Robbie Road but now they kind of they understand more what, what we are about and they kind of advocating that further. Um, that's very important to us. And, for me one of the kind of the most important things is the fact that throughout all of it we as Ab we need to remember what our our statement is and that's the same for Abira red and everybody else um, it's um, all about us enabling creatives and you know that creativity can be defined in many different ways we obviously traditionally we're talking about artists as a music artists but we know that nowadays you know the chagall is having you know the team of 10 and those are developers essentially helping her to create helping her to perform so the the boundaries behind what music or, or performance is it's okay. not, they're no longer well, they, 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 they're really fluid so our statement over the our statement of the mission is really that abirol exists solely to to enable um, and I think Hackathon is like a perfect opportunity to see that we are there, you know. We're preparing everything; for those beautiful accidents to happen, then we can watch them happen. It's um, it's a great position to be in. We're quite privileged in the sense that we can allow ourselves to. They, it's the the limit, The limitations are obvious. I mean, I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be honest if I didn't say it's easy because we are self-funded. As in, well, sort of, this is not something I've been able to just contribute money to. We uh, we have to find partners every single time, and it's not always easiest. Uh, we've been very lucky for the last two years. We had big brands helping us to, to to cover the cost of you know thirty six hours of so the cost are quite hard there. Um, but. Um, Thankfully, we, we've managed to do it twice. I hope we can do it again and again and again and keep running it in the most of a, almost long-term um, and slightly more intense way. But baby steps, I think, you know, we uh, right now I'm working on the plan for what this year should be about. If you got any recommendations, think, uh, get that. Get think about them, let me know what do you think. Um, I've considered a few things. Considered automotive and an audio experience within automotive. That's something which we kind of might be working in separately, uh, not necessarily to the hack, but in general. Um, we are talking about music and gaming as well um, and and the new technologies around that. Uh, we also talked about what's being referred to as functional music. So the music which is generated to do certain things like raise your rate when you're running or calm you down or you want to obviously a few different options that we haven't decided yet but right now this time of the year now is sort of thinking about the themes Um, and next uh, few months we'll be we'll be scouting partners and then everything else starts again
0: the uk as a whole is is known worldwide for music so i definitely feel there's a lot of opportunity down to festivals going on, can you sync up um hackathons or these kind of creative yeah. spaces with festivals and there's there's a lot of play space for 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 creation when it comes to tech and music.
1: That's very true. And we live in this very sort of an interesting time as well and there's so much going on at the same time, you know, with the phrase of VR, AR, Stevon sort of, um... Spatial as well, and gaming, etc. You can really see those, an AI, you can see really those bubbles of tech which just bleed into our industry. And you know, the hacks are those great opportunities to really go deep and go well, you know, and do things which are in theory impossible. Uh, this is kind of quite important for us to keep that notion, um, keep that possibility for us because I suppose. In, Everyday reality of you know trying to make sure that the studio is um, you know still looked after, trying then in commercial in the commercial sense. Uh, not many studios or not not many brands can allow themselves for the sort of luxury of, of you know uh, futuristic um, approach to uh, innovation. Um we are very lucky. So it's um we always will be grateful uh to, to, to our brand and to the studios as well that we of from this position. One of the things which I'm kind of advocating within Universal Music Group that really you don't have to be developer to come to heart You can be a designer, you can be a product person, you can be a salesperson. And this is the experience which I think really helps to um to kind of to understand many of modern Technologies and styles of working methodologies. So I'm really up for it uh, for for that standing behind that statement. We like to developers, developers, developers. We like to developers, developers, developers. We like to developers, developers, developers.